to Combos, a podcast by immigrants for immigrants. I am your host, Ella. And I'm Dani. And welcome to our 24th episode. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us again. Yes, guys. So last week we spoke about Hispanic Heritage Month. Yes. Um, and how we would be talking about several topics, highlighting several Hispanic figures that have made an impact in our community. Mm-hmm. So this week we want to dedicate an episode to hispanics that have paved the way in science well stem to be correct like so stem derives for science technology engineering and mathematics mm-hmm. yes i just told yes. you that i yes. just i don't yes. know why i'm like second guessing myself <laughs> so yeah so we want to highlight a few important figures who have not only paved the way currently who are paving the way but who did it like back in the 1900s and probably never even got recognition for it yeah no, and I think that that's very important because I think a lot of the time we overlook that or we tend to overlook it, mm-hmm. especially because we are used to, like, like the previous episode we talked about um, Latino influence and activism, which a lot of the time can be very um, forward-facing. Like, and what I mean by that is the fact that, like, we do hear more about that on the media. Because and, they're stars? Yeah, because that's how they get a lot of fame. They make yeah. a lot of money whatever and we don't hear a lot about scientists or because a lot of the time like one of the people that we are going to touch on it's like this app that a lot of people use and we would have no idea who who was behind it like but it's just putting just I guess a face to what we deal with nowadays yeah making a connection well okay so according to Pew Research um Mm -hmm. To the Pew Research Center, despite Hispanics making up to 17% of the total workforce, only mm-hmm. 8% of Hispanics are in STEM fields today, and only 3% of those are females in STEM. So that's yeah. crazy. Only 3%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so, I don't know, I feel like that's kind of like wild, but I feel like eventually we're going to start seeing a lot of more Latinas going into STEM, and it's going to eventually get better. Well, not only Latinas, but Latinos in general. But I do think that it's for the better of our community for us to get mm-hmm. for us to get a higher education and it can be whatever you want right but yeah just, but it's those things of science yeah, technology like, that's so cool. like yeah we need more representation in those type of fields too like it's mm-hmm. not only a, a field for white men mm-hmm. you know it's for everybody okay guys so to get into it the first person that we will be talking about is luis alvarez who was a physicist um, his research included particle physics, radar, and nuclear science, and he developed multiple radar systems during World War II. He also worked on the Manhattan Project, and he was involved in the development of the liquid hydrogen bubble chamber. And Alvarez won the Nobel Prize in Physics in 1968. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I, that's pretty cool. The Manhattan yeah. Project, that you know what that is? No, So the Manhattan Project was a development during World War II to produce the first nuclear weapons. So the bombs that were dropped in Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's what it was. That's kind of sad, though. But I was going to say nice, but then I'm like, actually, not nice. Not nice. No, I'm dead. Okay, another person that I want to highlight is Mario J. Molina. Mario Molina was a Mexican-American chemist who received a Nobel Peace Prize in chemistry in 1995 for his work in atmospheric chemistry, particularly understanding the depletion of the ozone layer. Oh, dang. Yeah. 
You don't think about that every day. Uh-uh. Our ozone layer. <laughs> <laughs> so it keeps us thriving and alive. <laughs> it protects us. Dang, that's really important. Like, yeah. We really, we're probably like over here kissing like a Latin artist. But but yeah, these people are really important too, bro. <laughs> like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so my person is Carlos Juan Finlay. He was okay. He was an epidemiologist mm-hmm. who was who discovered that yellow fever was transmitted by mosquitoes. And like I know this sounds kind of like really Silly, dumb and lame, but well, no, no. But fever back in the day, like yellow fever was a big thing. Like porque muchas personas se morían de eso mm-hmm. and. People would never think that it was transmitted by mosquitoes. Be so for real. No, yeah. People didn't even believe in washing their hands back in the day. And I'm talking, my person's, I'm talking about like back, back, back in the day. day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyways, who you got? Um, I have Luis Von An. I believe that's how you say his name. Okay. Um, he's a Guatemalan. What? what? <laughs> I said that really weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's a Guatemalan computer scientist known for his work in human com- computation and language learning. And he's actually the co-founder of Duolingo, which Ooh, is that, yeah. that popular language learning app. Yeah, girl, I used to use that whenever I wanted to learn Portuguese. Oh, <laughs> Portuguese is very, it's Latin. Um, yeah based yeah it was actually really fun and it's really helpful it's not an app that like gets you bored or whatever it's yeah. just i was really busy so i never kept it going but yeah no that's awesome crazy. honestly because that just that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> no yeah like there's people over here creating apps and like they're latinos too mm-hmm. anyways so my person is jacinto convict he developed a vaccine for leprosy that combined the baculus calmete guarin a tuberculosis vaccine with a bacteria found in arm- armadillos. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. Dang. That's big. Leprosy? Girl, that's life-changing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? Okay, so I'll throw in a woman in there. It's Adriana Ocampo. Um, okay. She's a planetary geologist from Colombia who worked at NASA for many years, and she played a cru- crucial role in the study and impact of craters on the earth and other planets oh my gosh you see like all these people that like <laughs> these are things we don't think about Wait, no, we should think about it like that's the problem <laughs> dang okay mm-hmm. yeah, that just makes me feel like i do nothing in this <laughs> I world am so uneducated <laughs> yes. like, yeah no. oh, my, oh goodness. my gosh props to them for real mm-hmm. okay mine mine so mine is albert bias he was a physicist and he studied X-ray optics, both microscopic and telescopic, and co-developed the X-ray reflection microscope. That's big, cause like think about it. Todas las personas que van y se hacen rayos X. Oh yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, we I'm use that sure so you... much for our modern technology nowadays. Yeah, like and just whenever you need something done at the hospital or whatever. Girl, mm-hmm. I got in a car wreck and we had to get X-rays done. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Albert. <laughs> Shout out, Albert. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Yasmin Romero is a Peruvian American astrophysicist who studies exo- exoplanets and planet formation. She is known for her work at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Okay, so I, I, I knew what it was, but I don't want to say it out loud. I don't want to sound like a dumbass. But okay, clearly not. No. Anyways, an exoplanet is a planet that's outside of our solar system. Oh, wow. There's people studying that? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I knew there was, but, like... Yeah. Damn. 
No, that's crazy. That honestly, whenever I start, th- that's one of the things that gives me anxiety. It's thinking about the universe. Me too, girl. And like how? I'm just a speck. Like yeah, I'm not worth. We are nothing. <laughs> we are dust. We are like literally nothing. We're just on a floating rock. I saw- and that rock <laughs> is surrounded by other floating rocks. What stars? Once oh, I saw this God. video on Twitter that was like, when you think about your problems, think about this. And it was like zooming out. It was like, you are here. The earth is here. Then earth is right here in the universe. And then yes. the universe is this big. And yes. then there's like, I don't know how many like other levels or whatever. Yeah, there's there's different systems. galaxies or whatever. Oh, girl. Well, that scares me. Don't like. even get me started. The other day I watched a movie, which I think I had watched it previously, but I never got like, like super into it um because i think i well i always fall asleep during movies but anyways it's called interstellar okay. have you ever watched it no oh my gosh please watch it <laughs> this like shit had me yeah <laughs> well you need to watch this and i think it was on hulu but um anyways the more okay so it was matthew do you know who matthew mcconaughey was? yes okay so matthew too. mcconaughey was in it and so was who was the one? Oh. Gosh, I'm blanking out on her name. She's the one that played in the Princess Diaries. Uh, yes, it, yes, it. La Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know what you're talking about because tiene es blonde y le tiene el pelito así. I can't remember her name. I used to read those books. Oh, wait, if it's what I'm thinking about. No, it's okay. Then I can't I remember her name. Days. But anyway, wait, why did I say Lizzie McGuire? Girl, I don't know. That <laughs> threw me for a loop. I don't even know what I was thinking about. Okay, whatever. Anyway, so in this movie, like, basically, the way, oh, my gosh, girl, it, like, broke my brain. And I was just like, uh-huh, we're in a third dimension. Of, uh, there's fifth dimensions, and these people went to a different planet that's outside of our solar system because mm-hmm. they needed to find a planet that was in, that was habitable because the Earth was, like, basically going to shit kind of how it is now so their their journey was supposed to go find another planet but technically since they traveled like two years essentially in our time girl i do need to watch it because honestly i'm gonna leave some parts out and oh my gosh that shit just got, got my brain thinking a whole different way and you know what i can have appreciation for stem because I think that we are all capable of learning these things, but we're not all of us have that natural like um, instinct. No, we're not intrigued to oh, learn okay. about it. Like we're just like, mm, well, yeah, that's crazy. And that's as bad as much as I, I want to know. Yeah, you know girl, what I mean. Well, to me, when it gets me thinking, it's like, ¿quién inventó el foco? Oh, I mean, I know who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pero like, just things like that, like, bro, where would we be without electricity? Where would yeah. we be without this or that? Like, like we lose but, sight of what that was, or like even yeah. the internet. Yeah. Like how how does the internet work? Uh-huh. I I I worked with our IT team for a while. I never really started to think. I was like, you know what? I want to do technology. I want to <laughs> go into that. And then, girl, I started like trying to understand it. I'm like, huh? This makes no sense. But I mean, it is. It is I mean, someone someone's got to do it. And and I think it's crazy, but I but at the end of the day, like I said, like there's a lot of great things that people are doing, and we just don't ever really hear about it because we are just so caught up in our day to day lives. And, and fucking, I feel like more people are okay. No offense to us humans, but like mm-hmm. like even us, we like we want to keep up with the Kardashians, like some yeah. drama ass shit, like something oh like that. Gosh. Like, but like we should be really giving be giving the attention to people like 
these people who are actually deriving their lives to the greater good of society. Yeah. Anyway, so my next person would be Al Bernardo Alberto Husay. He was a physiologist who shared the 1947 Nobel Peace Prize in Medicine for his research after the discovery of insulin. The role of so basically what he studied was the role of the pituitary gland hormones in carbohydrate metabolism. So that's a big thing because the pituitary gland, the pituitary gland. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. I was just trying to understand. Person is Ana Maria Rey. Ana Maria Rey is an Argentine American theoretical physicist known for her work on ultra cold atoms in quantum physics. She has received several awards, including the MacArthur Fellowship. Oh, okay. Girl, well, mine, the next one, I don't know. She's more of like a public health official, Mm -hmm. but her name is Antonia Novello. She mm-hmm. was a physician um, and a public health op- official. She was appointed as the first U.S. Surgeon General in 1990. So she was the first woman and the first Hispanic person to hold this title. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is nice. Let me do... Oh, Elena Ochoa. Oh, yes. I don't know how I like how it was leaving. Okay. She's such a good one, too. Yes. Elena Ochoa is an American engineer and former astronaut. In 1993, she became the first Hispanic woman to travel into space. Oh, it's okay. crazy. She has an electro. Oh, excuse me. She has a PhD in electrical engineering and held various leadership positions at NASA. Okay. Yeah. Period. Anyways, okay. Mine. The last one for me is gonna be France Cordova, an astrophysicist. Um, she was the 14th director of the National Science Foundation, and as an astrophysicist, Cordova conducted multispectral research on X-ray and gamma ray resources. I mean, resources, mm-hmm. not resources, and instruments to use, used in space. And she also served as NASA's chief scientist and later the president of Purdue University. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty nice. Nice. Yeah, so like we said. Um, yeah, one, one other person that I want to highlight, um, she was not, well, she's not like a STEM professional, um, she was a, le- a labor leader and civil rights activist for the advocacy for farm workers' rights. Oh, um, okay. So her name is Dolores Huerta, and her work inspired Latinx uh, individuals in various fields, including STEM. So oh, okay. what she fought for was to have the rights and to have women and Latinos in STEM to fight for justice and equality for them. Oh. Oh. you see that's a big one too like we don't yeah. think about that every, yeah. in everyday life like I've heard of Dolores Huerta but like it was because I looked into things it wasn't because like school taught us about her that's crazy because yeah like well I wasn't gonna say Latinos but like school our school system no nos mm-hmm. enseña esto yeah like, si queremos aprender we have to go out there on our own and learn yeah, yeah. well guys while women compromise 28.8% of the US tech workforce only Latina women hold 2% of jobs in tech that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should consider that tech job. Then. Yeah, you know what? I'll contribute to that percent. You know what's always called my attention? Coding what? and learning coding? how to code. Oh, yeah. girl. Coding's going to give you gray hairs. Really? I tried coding for a little while. Yeah, I mean, it was... I'm not going to say... I mean, it's rewarding, mm-hmm. but also it's very... Um, you have to be... You have to have an attention to detail that is, mm-hmm. like, impeccable. Okay. Like you need to be able to know what you're doing and like look at like a series of letters and, and stuff and then be able to identify where you're missing a slash. 
oh, or your yeah, whole true. website won't work or whatever and, and that's crazy like that's how websites are made and like yeah these engineers are really out here putting the work and we're just over here like la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> let's use our tiki tuckies exactly no well, yeah i have heard of several programs because of friends when i was in college like uh-huh. java or like python or R. oh yeah mm-hmm. um but tech honestly me myself i have never used yeah. any of them I have seen them doing it though. Yeah, it, it was tedious. Yeah, no, but, but it um, does call my attention, and it's one of the fastest growing industries apparently. Oh yeah, so for sure, especially technology more than mm-hmm. anything right now. Um, but, but it's because technology is the future. Like it is, it is. But I think with that it goes hand in hand, like with engineering. Mm-hmm. With yes, engineering, so you need mathematics. Yeah, but I also know? think that, like for example, if you're a business owner, it's mm-hmm. pivotal for you as a business owner to keep mm-hmm. up with technology and oh keep yeah up with like what's trending and how to navigate those resources to use them to your advantage mm-hmm. like for example the launch of chat gpt oh girl, girl that's amazing but at the same time i feel like that's also making me dumb because sometimes <laughs> i use it to rephrase things that i know i can say but i just but it's just a tool wanna, yeah. it's another tool at the end of the day like there is some people that just like you can write a book you can ask it to write a book for you mm-hmm. but I think the idea behind it is you have to put some kind of mental effort to what you want it to do because that's yeah. how it works. Is you need to understand what you want for it to give you what you want. Yeah, well, I feel like it's also like you can be given like the whole book and the rules, the codes of everything, but if yeah. you don't know how to like explore your juices and like use the book to your advantage, then you're never going to really thrive. Like, yeah. you kind of have to find a way to navigate the system. Mm-hmm. Like it can be given to you, but si no lo sabes usar, pues... Yeah. Si no sabes leer, I mean, what? No. Yeah. What are you really gonna do with that? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh gosh. Well, um, it kind of seemed like today we were just like naming people, and while well, some of y'all might be bored by this point, but I think at the end of the day, like maybe maybe something piqued your interest about whether it's NASA or whatever it might be. Just just you know, take a moment and reflect on yeah. who these people are and what they have contributed to, to our society. Lives. Yeah. Yeah. And it is I mean, it is important because at the end of the day, these are Hispanic Latinos who have not only contributed to American society but mm-hmm. also to our culture in yeah. a way that their findings like still affect us to this day. Yeah. Well, some of them, not everyone, but this week instead of doing scholarships we're gonna highlight maria fernanda trochimesuk she is the founder of ios scholarships she's passionate about making diversity a norm as she advocates for the empowerment of underrepresented stem students from you know all over the world so she was born in buenos aires argentina and she basically wants to make an impact by giving back to the community she went to stanford she's part of the stanford latino entrepreneurship program Mm -hmm. so that's amazing girl like she's in stanford like that's crazy to me anyways so she has she's a founder of ios scholarships so guys we will link iosscholarships.com at the bottom of the show notes so if you guys want to visit them and give their page a, a browse i don't know how you would say that um, mm-hmm. and check to see if there's anything there that you would benefit from it maybe some scholarships that you can apply to and again thank you guys so much for tuning in this week like Dani said maybe the episode seemed pointless to you guys but at the end of the day 
I mean, it's let's just take that, a step back and yeah. reflect on why we are celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month because it's not just about drinking tequila and having food and or like whatever. Bad Bunny and Peso Pluma. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah. About it's, it's for the greater. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's things. Okay, I don't want to say that they're doing something that's more important, but at the end of the day, like let's think about it and ingest it, and then we move on from our day. The next episode, we'll talk about something a little bit more lighthearted. Um, yeah, like food. Food. Ooh, oh, we I'm all love food. <laughs> but um, but yeah, one one other thing that I do want to touch on, um, I'll go back to the IO scholarships. Is that yes, we talked about Hispanic scholarships, but they do also have uh, resources available for African American, American Indian, Alaskan Native. Uh, excuse me, Alaskan Natives. Um, an Asian Pacific Islander students. Oh, yeah, that's Yeah, cool. so this is very broad. Like, you know, anybody, basically, this is meant for anybody. But yeah. Yeah, so take advantage of these, and then, yeah, we'll see. We'll you catch all. you guys on the flip side. Yep. Bye. Bye.